A number of shout-out emails. One to Mordechai Sapaznik. He says he loves the pictures. Svishir from Baltimore. He likes the new progress bar. A big time of Chacham. Rebbe Trigger from Borough Park. And Penny Gilden from Passaic. You should all have tremendous Hatzlacha. We continue with that guy that says in the positive, The locks of here, we could also learn Kfutsoisov as Koitzim, as thorns. In plural, all the Tagim on top of the letters can be learned and derived from many, many halachas, Tile, Tile, halachas. Who's Zoycha to learn Tile, Tile, Shal halachas? The end of the passage, those who are black like a raven, you can learn Shcheres as Shacharis, Kairiv, Mairiv, those who get up early and learn to late at night, those who do the daf in the morning and the evening, ah! or those who blacken their face, their mashkir, their face like a raven, like the Metachachamim, who literally have black faces. Rava says, those who are cruel to, the, to their family, to their children, like a raven is cruel to their own offspring. Tamad Chacham dedicates so much time to learning, he's kabiyachal, cruel to his family. Rav Ada says the Gemara, went to learn Torah. And his wife says, what's going to be without children? Who's going to give them food? And he says, what? There are no more vegetables in the swamp? Feed them swamp vegetables. When Mishalom the Soyna of El Panav Lavida, the Gemara says, if the Pazit didn't say it, we wouldn't be able to say it. It's Kaviyachal, the Rabbi Shalom has something stuck to his face and he wants to get rid of it. When he has a Chayv, if a Russia does something good, he pays him off immediately so he doesn't have to give him the real Sechar in Oilam Abba. We say this, and we're going to say this a lot in the Yom Neroim, Erecha Payim. Lechayr should say, Erecha, Kashbarhu prolongs his kas. Why plural? The Gemara says, because Kashbarhu has two faces. One for Rishayim, one for Tzadikim. For the Tzadikim, he's smiling, Kaviyachal. And he prolongs their schar. He doesn't give it to them right away. He waits until Olam Haba, where it's the true schar. For the Rishayim, he doesn't give them an right away. He prolongs, he waits. Why? Says Taisus, in order to give them an opportunity to do tshuva. To meet this Rachman. We are going back to Eruvin. When Rabbi Yehuda says that you could enlarge Pasibirais, the L-shaped brackets around the uh, pit, the bark, up until two saw, we would think he probably means from L-shaped bracket to L-shaped bracket, a total two saw, and the Gemara in fact says no. What he meant to say is the actual pit could be two saw. But in addition to that, you get two amas on each side so that you can have Roshay Verubai that an animal could fit in mostly into that area. And the reason is because when a person looks at the pit, he says, oh, if a pit could be up to two saw, so too can my karfaf, which is an enclosed area outside of town, could be up to two saw. There's a b'risa that brings the sheet of Rabbi Shimon Elazar, which seems to be identical to Rabbi Yehuda. We must say that the difference is that according to Rabbi Shimon Elazar, you could have two saw, but it has to be exactly square. Seventy and two-thirds by seventy and two-thirds, according to Rabbi Yehuda, can be a rectangle as well. Talking about Rabbi Shimon Elazar, the Gemara says that he has a, a rule, that if you have an area that's open, and it's completely open, it doesn't have a roof. However, it's Tashmish al-Adira, you use it for residential use. For instance, a deer, a sar, these are places that you enclose animals so they fertilize your field. Some, one is temporary, one is permanent. Or Mukta, Chatzar, these are backlots. Even if it's 10 kur, 30 saw, much more than 2 saw, you could carry there. However, if you have a dira makura, like a, you have a roof on it. And it's designed for the outside. In other words, like a watchtower. You're not in the tower for yourself to be in the tower. You want to look outside. You only have up to two saw that you can carry in. Says the Mishnah. 
if the public goes right through your passive rights, according to review, that's a big problem. They'll destroy your halachic passive rights. You have to tell them to reroute, go around. According to Chachamim, they don't have to go around. The public doesn't have the ability to be mevatel your passive rights. Says Rabbi Lezim, we've had this the other day. He says, over here is where Chachamim said, told how powerful these mechizas are. The public cannot destroy them. And he himself holds like that. But Rabbi Yechonen who said, this is where Chachamim say that passive rights are so strong, he himself does not hold like that as we see in the case that he says, Yerushalayim, should the public has the ability to destroy the walls around Yerushalayim just by them walking through it in Yerushalayim. The fact is that there's doors and now it becomes Yerushalayim. But in other words, the public does have the ability to destroy Mechitzas. The famous Rabbi Huda, who says that if you have two houses on both sides of the Yerushalayim, all you need to do is put a Kaira on both ends or a Lechi on two sides of one house and then you can walk. What happened to Yerushalayim? Don't they destroy the Mechitza? We must say, over here, since you have two proper walls, that's considered Rosh Hashanah. The Lechi is just extra. What about Rabbanah? Rabbanah say that you cannot put a Lechi in Kairi Rosh Hashanah. It doesn't work. But they just said that the, the public does not have the ability to destroy your Rosh Hashanah. And the answer is because this Rosh Hashanah does not look like an enclosed area. Whereas a passive rise, when you have four L-shaped brackets, it's very defined and it looks like an enclosed area. Rabbi Yechim said a statement. He said, there's no Rosh Hashanah in Eretz Yisrael comes up by and explains what he meant. He doesn't mean literally there's no Rosh Hashanah. He meant to say the extreme hills in Yerushalayim don't, the public cannot destroy them. And that's only in Eretz Yisrael because it's not like the Digley Midbar. It's not like the Midbar. The Midbar had flat terrain and that's where the Rosh Hashanah was. But only in Eretz Yisrael, which is similar to the Digley Midbar, if it's not flat terrain, not Rosh Hashanah. And Rav Dimi was very impressed with Abaya. He called him Hakafna. You have a strong head. It's as if you were sitting there in front of Rabbi Yechanan as he said this, although Abaya wasn't in front of Rabbi Yechanan. The Gemara tells us, tell him slack it. If you have a rise to run, you have a mound of dirt that's 10 Tfachim high, but it took it 10 Amas, uh, 4 Amas to reach that height. So you have Mechitois that make a Rosh Hashayachit. According to Rabbanan, the public doesn't have the ability to destroy those Mechitois. They don't even have the ability to destroy a flat surface on a passive rise, certainly not on a hill, which is much more difficult to climb. According to Rabbi Yehuda, even if it's very difficult to use, the public has the ability to be mevatel those mechitzos halachically. Even if it's so difficult to climb that you would need to hold on to a rope, and you can only go one by one up this incline, it's very narrow and very steep, according to Rabbi Yehuda, the public has the ability to destroy those mechitzos. And that's Dafka and Chutzlaret. But in Eretz Yisrael it's different because the Gemara says Yeshua Oyev Yisrael, Yeshua Benun loved Klai Yisrael. And any steep terrain that wasn't roi, it wasn't appropriate to give to the, to the public, he gave it over to the individuals and therefore the public doesn't have the ability to destroy those mechitzas. And even Rabbi Huda would agree in that case in Eretz Yisrael that the public doesn't have the ability to destroy the mechitzas. The Gemara tells us that there's two types of mechitzas, two, there's a chatzar that many people walk through. So on the one hand, it's a Rosh Yachid because it's a chatzar. On the other hand, it's a Rosh Hashayachid because people go through. So for carrying, it's a Rosh Hashayachid. For tumah halachas, it's a Rosh Hashayachid. The same thing would apply if there's a mavoy and it's completely open on both ends and there's a pit at one end. But the public could go around. So it's a Rosh Hashayachid and a Rosh Hashayachid. The same thing, shvilei beis gilgul. It's a path that a slave cannot carry a sahitim even if they hit him. So it's a Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. According to Rabbanon, the Chiddush is that it's a Rosh Hashanah and remains a Rosh Hashanah. 
even though it's a Rishus Yachid. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, since the public goes through, it's a complete Rishus Harabim. Have a wonderful day.